Because you told me, but he didn't even, he didn't mention him once during the, you know what he kept saying? He, he, like, he's not very, like, how do I put this? Whereas I asked Geneva a question and she could go off in a million directions. Nathan is, like, very hard to pull answers out of. Like, he's very straight. Yeah. So, like, he, he, he kept saying, like, the same thing about making noises like he he kept saying it that way and not being like off it it comes off as very like he doesn't sound like he's authentically connecting with anything which works for us he's very focused on like literally he's just focused just making sounds the sounds that he's making it out yeah more of his like performance if anything is what he's he's like constantly Focus yeah, on. and he even he said something good about the sick beats, though, Olivia Jacob. Tell Olivia what you said to me. Oh yeah, he so with this one, he said it was kind of like a wave. It started out very light, and then it started getting like darker throughout the meditation. And basically, at the end of it, he felt like um, there's a serial serial killer coming to get him, and like he was being like hunted down, and he was like hiding in a closet and trying to like get away from it and everything. I'm good. So, uh, should we get caught up on what we talked about Saturday, Olivia? Get everyone in on the same page. And I think that's changed a bit, even since when I sent the message. <laughs> Life is complicated. Uh, yeah. In addition to the country being a mess, people's personal lives are a mess. Uh, so, <clears throat> where we're at right now is um, basically. I'm still the top of the show. That's good. Some consistency there. Right. So me. Then comes Olivia and uh, Dan and John. Olivia, so she has experience with things supernatural, paranormal, magical, neo-pagan. So she, I think, is going to do more interviewing now uh, and actually touching in with people and talking about their experiences. So that will be what's happening on a individual basis with maybe you guys maybe the subject folks below you um period we ca- i call it a pyramid but we st- on saturday we realized it's more of a column because it's the same size group at every level yeah so four 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 uh so dan is gonna be doing the imagery he's gonna be running the instagram account so yeah, he approved that. Yeah, he's in for Instagram. Is that it? Oh, and John's our researcher. So if you have any questions that you want to like know more stuff about, just tell John. Or tell me and I'll tell John. Whatever. He's the bookman. The bookman. Uh, 
you've been checking out the that blog, John, that I mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what are you saying? Is there like room for me to post some stuff? You think? Oh, I think for sure. I think it's, I think it's open and ready. Yeah, that article I sent. Like, the, what do you think? Do you, you think I'm going in the right direction? I think I think you're you're going down the alley. Okay. All right. Uh, what else do you want to talk about today? Uh, I was just a little curious. I was thinking why we're going about it the way we're going about it. You mean like the whole process? Yeah, this, this all the experiments and just everything. I, I don't know. I'm not really catching the vibe. Well, so, you know, we're, we are looking for a paranormal result. I, I mean, this is just between you and me. We're not trying to tell anybody else this because it's going to distort the whole experience. So I don't even want Olivia and Dan to know that we are gaming to try to get something paranormal. Oh, okay. I think the word itself has a lot of baggage. I mean, really what I'm looking for is something, you know, the better word is intersubjective, uh, which just means that, you know, two people from the privacy of their own minds are having the same experience. That's amazing. Uh, and, and it really speaks to the power of the mind to do amazing things. Uh, but if we tell them that's where we're going, then I don't think they're ever going to get there. We want them to think, we want everyone to think that this is a completely open-ended thing and that we have no idea what the end result is. So, so that's sort of the direction we're going in. And, and here's the reason. Historically, you know, psychic research, psychical research, people like J.B. Ryan, they would come in with experiments and they would say, you know, we're going to test if people have ESP, extrasensory perception. We're going to have these five cards and we're going to do the test a thousand times. It's all sort of laid out. No one's really working this way where we're saying, you know, we're just going to play around a little bit and uh, see if we can encourage the mind to think and believe its way into uh, believing that it can achieve, you know, incredible things. Literally, let the mind believe its way into an expanded state of being. All on its own, open-ended. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if it's going to, you know, result in people communicating with the dead or having psychic impressions about, you know, cat where where all the cats are. I don't know what that means. Where all the gold is. That's something you might look for. I mean, I would I would look for cats. I feel like they're everywhere. Anyway, keeping it all um, very open-ended, right, is, is a new approach to psychical experimentation. So we want to let them work inside out. It's sort of like art as experiment. We want them to be as creative and imaginative as possible. Oh, without having any, like, preformed thoughts in their brain going into it. Yes, yeah. Oh, it's, That's it's the literally idea. just, like, devising. Yeah, it, it is. It's devising, but with a secret purpose. So it's like, you, it's like uh, devising for a play you don't even know you're in. <laughs> yes, that's right. We're going to let them imagine their way, create their way into what I hope will end up being something psychical. Um, and, and I think sound is really the key to this. Uh, so I got this idea actually way back when I was in high school. I had an English teacher who gave us this folklore project. Um, and then there's this local story, this place like 20 minutes from me, Lambertville, there were these couple of girls in the 80s who ended up, they were, they, this cop found them naked on a football field. And uh, the story goes uh, that they were able to turn the PA system on and off with their minds. And they're sort of like flicking on and off. It's like this sort of carry phenomenon out there on this field. Um, and, you know, there's all these sorts of versions, right? Like it's like Bloody Mary or any of that stuff where there's all, you know, the, ki- the high school kids and, you know, middle school kids are passing this story around. And you know, it's a local legend. 
Um, but some some people talked about it, said that you could hear messages in the static of the PA system in the football field when it came on off and on. So, I, you know, what, whether any of that's true or not, or if any of it ever happened, who really cares? I mean, for me, it's sort of in, it's been like lingering in the back of my mind as the sort of root for this experiment, where we're just going to you know go back and forth with audio. And see what messages, just to begin, see if they start to perceive messages or, or if the sound itself can push them into this psychic space. What do you mean by messages? Sort of like these girls. What's that? What do you mean by messages? I don't really know. It's kind of like impressions or like actual like sentences? You know, it depends on who you talk to when it comes to this story. Uh, some people like, you know say that you if you if you could hear these sounds you know there were supposed to be these tape recordings made and you know the, these sounds that these girls had were you know circulating around you know it was back in the day of the cassette tape 1985 1986 whatever uh that you could like play this tape this is like the ring right with that did you ever see the ring a japanese movie uh i think i've heard of it where they like, you, you you play, play the, the tape, tape and, and the, the ghost, ghost comes, comes out, out. Yeah. Yep. yeah well so this isn't like a monster haunting you but you know if you could hear these sounds that it would open up your mind, that you would be able to do these, you know, supernatural paranormal things. Oh. I'm not saying that that's what we're doing. Like, we're not trying to make these tapes. <laughs> we're not trying to, you oh, know, not? like relive the legend. But I think if we can get everyone involved to believe that this is possible, that sound can open our minds to do these things, and then just see what the hell happens, I, I think we're going to see something cool. Oh, yeah. I, it makes sense why you're not telling anybody, because I'm sure if you told them that's what we were trying to do, they would start seeing things and seeing them doing things when they're not actually exactly doing it. Exactly right. Yep. That's the idea. I'm so frustrated. I'm just so frustrated. <laughs> well, what's up? I... Dan, what the f*** does Rob want? I... I, 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 I honestly... <laughs> I mean, you're asking the wrong guy. Like, I'm... I don't know. Like, I I follow Rob pretty much on anything he asks us to do because it's Rob. But I just, I don't think the actors are going to do the thing that Rob expects. I mean, he says he doesn't expect anything, and that's, like, part of it. But they just don't, they just don't seem like they're taking it seriously. Um, they're just... I mean, Wait, some of them who? are. I mean, can you give me some examples? Like, I think, like, Aubrey is taking it pretty seriously. But, like, to be fair, that's kind of her Yeah, that's I mean, kind I, of her I, thing. if she wasn't taking it seriously, then we're doing something wrong. Right, and Aubrey's been with us for a while, but, you know, everyone else is so new, and especially Nathan. I think, I think Nathan only really took, like, one devising class with Rob or something, and... I don't know. It kind of shows, to be totally honest. Like, I don't want to sound like a total bitch, Dan. But well, then, like, well, how's it how's it showing? Like, what's up? So, in the interview, I'm asking them a lot about like their process and stuff. And Nathan, all he wants to talk about to me and to Jacob is his sick beats that you know is on his meditation. Sick, sick beats. Yeah, I guess they're. It's like very EDM-y, is like what Jacob said. I haven't listened to it, but okay, Nathan. All he wants to f- talk about are the sick beats. So, like, what what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> like, um, well, um, honestly, if if he wants sick beats, I mean, we could, we could give him some sort of sick beats. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, he's lashed onto it. People are lashing onto different things. We could we could steer this. 
Steer it? What do you mean? Well, all right, look. So I think I know what Rob sort of wants out of this. Um, I... The last... You do? Because yeah. I f- don't. <laughs> well, I, I, would, I don't blame you. He's being incredibly vague. But um, I think... So the last time we called, or with, you know, with, with everyone, he, he mentioned yeah. these really like weird, vague, obscure things that him and John were talking about, and he sort of just like brushed them off. So I, I did some digging, and I found this blog that mentioned these like these happenings, these like audio... Uh, paranormal activities and i i, I okay. think that rob is trying to emulate some sort of connection between audio and and self i don't know but oh wait so you think that rob is taking i don't know some kind of i guess inspiration from this idea of some kind of audio whatever the f- you just said yeah, yeah the, the the blog I'll, I'll have to send it to you but they they called it okay they called it like this v- or I don't know. It's like it I sounds don't know like what that is. Some sort of it does an- actually ancient it really does. word. But the thing that kept coming up were all these like auditorial happenings. Um, so maybe Nathan latching onto these sick beats you call them is what he wants. Oh, so yours? Oh, so maybe we? So. You, so are you going to actually edit the audio track? Well, I, I, can't, How are you gonna... I can't get into the audio. I For some reason, I don't have access. So there's our first wall that we have to cross. Oh, I don't think I have access to that either. Wait, but hmm. so Rob didn't give either of us access? I, I'm not seeing it on the, in the, like the folder on well, Gmail. Do you, do you think your sister has access? I mean, she's got to, right? Oh, well, she's a coach, so she would. That's where they're yeah. posting everything in, all those files? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm just going to ask Bree. I mean, she won't. Like, she's not going to ask me Yeah, why. yeah, just, just say <laughs> you that, I mean? that you need help with, I don't know, organization. I'll just tell her I need to look at one of them. To be honest, I don't think she's gonna question me. Yeah. So, okay, cool. <laughs> well, if you can, if you can get me in, and, and then I yeah. think I'll I'll be able to extract Nathan's files, and you know, tweak and yeah. drop some hints, some things, some some sick beats, as we're calling them. And Rob won't, Rob won't know, right? Like he won't no, 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 to... he won't be able to trace it. It'll just look like, you know, cool. that's what it originally was. I trust you with the technology shit, Dan. You know that's not, <laughs> well, no, not a problem there. Yeah, I'll, I'll 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 be able to make sure that Rob doesn't know that we're doing this. So what? So what should I tell Nathan, or what should we tell Nathan? Oh, when he, when, when he asks us about what we're going to be dropping in there, because it will definitely take a turn, and I and I don't doubt that he's going to be a little confused. And I think if we gave him the inclination that this might be some sort of paranormal occurrence. Oh, okay. Yeah, then that's. I think I think he might buy it. I think that's on brand too, right? For us. So... Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Okay, let's go with that.
Darkpool Project, Research File Number 1, F.W.H. Myers Frederick Myers was not formally trained as a psychologist, but when he was born in 1843 in Keswick, Cumberland, England, there was no established discipline of psychology, and there wouldn't be proper departments of psychology at colleges and universities until the 1880s. As a co-founder of the Society of Psychical Research, he believed that psychology needed to incorporate anomalous phenomena into the paradigms it established in order to create theories that fully explained the way the mind functioned. This ideology was ultimately rejected by the field which became markedly materialistic and reductionist in its metaphysics. His first book, Phantasms of the Living, charted stories of living people who appeared to relatives, often very shortly before their death, to relay messages, often while both people were far distant from each other, and incapable of sending or receiving messages quickly given the time period. 1873 began a significant saga in the life of Frederick Myers. He fell in love with his cousin's wife, Annie Hill Marshall. By all accounts, Meyer's feelings for her were truly passionate, and they spent long hours together, but they stayed within the boundaries of Victorian respectability given their marriages to other people. Marshall's husband, Walter, was mentally ill and had to be committed to a psychiatric institution in 1876 for his manic and reckless behavior. In July, Myers was touring the Norwegian Fords with his brother, Arthur. While he was away, Annie, guilt-stricken over her husband's confinement, stabbed herself in the neck with a pair of scissors and, when that proved ineffectual, threw herself into a lake where she drowned. The search for her spirit became a significant quest in Meyer's life, culminating in his 1903 masterwork, Human Personality and its Survival of Bodily Death. Dark pool? Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, so this actually um, is something I, I talk about in class. There's a couple of different ways to think about it. Dark pool as this sort of like well of the subconscious, or you could think about it as a cloud of uh, like super consciousness above your head, wh whatever way you want to go. Uh, and it actually goes back to this guy, F.W.H. Myers. Uh, Dan, you just took my, my uh, what, what do you want to call it? Ghost class. <laughs> oh, yeah, class yeah, yeah. on the IDC. paranormalism. Yeah, yeah, the paranormal class. Yeah, he um, came up. A, so, a few how times, how would you describe this? Yeah, go ahead. Tell tell us a little bit about Myers. Uh, well, uh, the dark pool idea does ring a bell as it it sort of it was this metaphor, I, or as I guess simile that he used to describe our conscious minds. That like the mind was a a, a little bubble of light, uh, like a little sphere that floated along inside of a large pool of darkness, and that where the the bubble of light floated across the different corners of the dark pool. Uh, the, it would illuminate that corner of our mind, but never the entire thing at the same time. Right, right. So that was actually me. That's me doing my own thing with Myers, but uh, right you are. <laughs> oh, well. um, so, yeah, it's my metaphor, but that's fine. That's when we give Myers credit. It's all good. It's, it's, it's his idea, really. It's his philosophy. I'm just, uh, you know working my way through it so what dan's talking about that i've, I've never been great at citations <laughs> well don't don't tell your other professors so uh, the this little light is actually our awareness it's what we are aware of in the moment but what myers is saying is that this is just this little little tiny speck it's like the tip of an iceberg and the iceberg is the rest of our conscious subconscious life that's where most of our mental existence is um, and down in that 
existence is where we have all of our you know drives and desires, but it, it also it's sort of not Freud th- sort of thinks about the subconscious as the trash heap of the soul. That's what I say in class. It's where all the stuff goes that we can't deal with, you know, wanting to bang your mother or father or whatever. But for Myers, it's also this space that's full of these alternate personalities, alternate alternate sort of like dimensions of personality and super abilities, like psychic ability for Myers resides in this subconscious space. Think about like a psychic medium going into a trance state that this is the state in which you can make contact with other worlds, other times, you can transcend time and space, you can speak to the dead. So the subconscious is is not just this place for, you know, sexual desire and those sorts of things, but it's it's all sorts of it's all sorts of stuff. Myers actually thinks about this as a kind of light spectrum where the infrared experience is our, you know, creatural desires here in the moment, food, sex, sleep. That's, you know, that most immediate instinctual drive. But as we satisfy our drives for food, sex, then we move up to intellectual desires and we can start to, you know, have philosophy and science and art. And then when we satisfy those needs, we can move up even higher into the psychic and paranormal and have these extrasensory perceptions. And this is the sort of like natural evolution of consciousness. Does that answer your question, John? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's a lot to take in, but I think I get it. That's the dark pool. The Dark Pool is created and produced by the Alchemical Actors, hosts of the Occult Confessions podcast. Visit darkpoolproject.com and click on Donate to support our further adventures into the Dark Pool.